Welcome to this episode of the We Travel There podcast. In this special episode, I'm with my wife, Anna, talking about why parents should travel without kids. Our family travels multiple times a year, but daily life and responsibilities of raising kids can make it hard for couples to stay connected. In this episode, Anna and I talk about why it's important for couples to travel without their kids, how to plan a couple's trip, and how couples' vacations help keep the romance going when everyday life gets in the way. You'll hear about these three valuable conversations and so much more. If you know someone who has kids, I'd love it if you shared this episode with them. The show notes are available at wetravelthere.com forward slash parents. Now let's get started. The We Travel There podcast helps you travel like a local by interviewing guests from around the world to uncover the hidden gems of their city by finding out the best things to do, eat, drink, and see from a local's point of view. Acorns is one of my favorite apps because it helps me invest spare change automatically. Every time I make a purchase with a registered debit or credit card, the transaction is rounded up to the next dollar. Then, Acorn invests these roundups in my personalized portfolio. Plus, when you shop at participating retailers or service providers, you can earn additional found money to invest in your future. Examples of current and previous partners include DoorDash, Liberty Mutual, Macy's, and FedEx. I've been using Acorns for years and love how much money I've saved up from all these small investments. Sign up using my referral link at wetravelthere.com forward slash acorns to start saving today. Hey, Anna, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We're actually recording this while the kids are asleep. Without the kids for once, you know, every so often we bring the kids onto the show. But uh, not having the kids actually is kind of right in line with the topic of the episode of parents traveling without kids. So today we're going to talk about why it's important for couples to travel without their kids, how to plan a couple's trip, and how couples' vacations can actually keep their romance going when everyday life gets in the way. I'm excited to talk about this topic. I'm one of the lucky ones that get to take advantage of you planning the trips and me coming along to enjoy. So let's dig in. Absolutely. Yeah. Because a lot of times I plan on trips because you work a lot. It's hard for you to get away. So I go on a lot of trips with the kids, but it's also important to make sure that we plan some trips just us. So that way we get time to connect, get you away from the office a little bit and get you having some fun. Yes. And it, having it just be the two of us. So we get to make new memories, not just reminisce, and but just spend some time together. Absolutely. So, you know, we have young kids. They're like 8 and 12 right now. And some of our friends have kind of been on a, a different point of view of us. Like, right, from an early age, we would take trips, just us, without the kids. Uh, fortunately, we had Grandma or Uncle David or Godmama Heidi and stuff like that would watch the kids for us. One of the reasons why it's so important for us to be able to plan those type of trips is like, look, the kids are young now, but they're getting older. Every time we blink, it's like it's like they've grown another five inches and aged another three years. And if we don't watch out, like when the kids leave or leave after high school and go off to college or start their own families and everything like that, if you haven't done things with your spouse where you're taking trips solo together, in some ways you can kind of lose that connection. And next thing you know, you have to like, try to rebuild your your marriage with like that big kind of hole in there, right? Without kids. 
Yes. I think one of the things that I find that I really enjoy is that it's an opportunity to rekindle some of the romance from the day-to-day life that takes over, you know, the normal day-to-day routines. You do ABC and in the morning, you do XYZ in the evening and you go, 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 and you're on the hamster wheel. And then before long, you realize, well, wait a minute, we haven't spent any time together. We haven't had a date night or this or that. And and it's an opportunity that it's not just go to dinner, but let's go explore a new place. Let's go make those lasting memories. Absolutely. And, and even beyond just like the aspects of going on a trip someplace, whether it's you know, going to Mexico or Europe or something like that, sometimes it's also just even doing a staycation, right? Like getting a hotel room, you know, in your same city or, or someplace nearby that's, that's a short drive. So that way you can spend a little quality time together that way. Obviously there's a ro- some of the romance aspect of things, right? You want to be able to spend some time together that way, but also it gives you like dedicated time to plan goals together, planning out your year or planning out like your next career move, something like that without like the interruptions of kids. Cause kids, again, as much as you love them, they need attention and like, they don't care what's happening with you. Like they need your attention at that moment. Hey, like my iPad needs more time or something like that. Yes. Especially to be able to have some of those deeper conversations as a couple, it's important to stay connected. You're each growing as individuals and part of it is also growing as individuals, but growing together, right? What are still the goals that you have for yourself? What are the couple goals that you have? And being able to talk through those and plan ahead is is important. And you have to be able to do it, you know, oftentimes without the interruption where you can just stop and think and and say, well, where am I now? Where do I want to be in a year or two? Where do we want to be five years from now? What does that look like? Absolutely. And kind of like I said, it, it's important to you make sure you continue dating your spouse throughout your marriage and not just leading up to the engagement and and the nuptials and everything like that. A lot of times when people are kind of hesitant to to travel solo without the kids, they're they're worried about like, you know, oh, they're too young or who am I going to get to watch them or something like that. But part of the the benefit of trusting people is you're teaching your kids to be independent. You're teaching them to to operate without you. And kind of in short, like you shouldn't really feel guilty about leaving your kids alone uh, with somebody that you trust. Yes, it's important. You do the homework ahead of time. And if you know you're lucky enough to have grandma and grandpa watching them, that that's great, or close family friend, or you know, aunt, uncle, or godmother and and godfather that get to watch them. It's also an opportunity for them to have one-on-one time with the kids that they may not get on a regular basis. It's not selfish. It's an opportunity for them to also develop those relationships and continue to grow those relationships with people that are important in their lives. Absolutely. So, so thinking about a, a couple's trip, you know, how would we actually plan one, right? The way that we've done it in the past is you try to make it easy as possible for everybody that that's watching your kids while you're gone, right? Like, you're used to like your daily schedule. You're used to, okay, we got soccer at this time. We got school at this time. Like for us, our kids are, have a staggered schedule. So one kid starts early in the morning. The other one starts a little bit later on. And the person that, that's watching your kids may not be familiar with that schedule. So 
we're very good about putting together like a, a, an actual calendar of events, literally with time, start times and end times, locations, addresses, though, all those type of things. To just basically, you, you want to make sure it's as easy as possible for those that are watching your kids to make sure that they can pick up right where you're leaving it off and without too many opportunities to, to fumble something along the way. Yes. And it's important to have a list of emergency contacts, your doctor's office, leave the kids insurance cards, you know, with a trusted guardian that's watching the kids so that in case of an emergency, they know what to do. There is an outline of break glass in case of an emergency and follow these rules, right? But you know, leaving out that detailed plan is an important part of the planning and the communicating ahead of taking that trip. Yeah, for sure. And although it, it's not necessarily necessary for every situation, but you may want to think about like a limited power of attorney or something like that. So that way, if they do take their kid to the hospital or the doctor's office, something like that, it actually verifies that that you've given them authority to to take them there and that they can actually make a decision because like some hospitals or doctors or other you know people that you may be involved with uh, throughout that week while you're gone they may not necessarily trust the person that is bringing them there and they they may for their own legal protections those type of things they might may want to see like a, a formal legal document saying yes this person is authorized to make decisions uh, about your child's healthcare or school or any other type of situation like that. Yes. So you want to make sure that they're listed as an, as an emergency contact at school. They have insurance cards. Like Lee said, they have, you know, perhaps a limited power of an attorney or health power of attorney and that they know what to do in case of those emergencies that you've outlined that for them so that your wishes as a parent are followed. Absolutely. And then one of the things that we use a lot is something called TripIt. It's an app that where you forward all of your reservations for like your flights and your hotels and activities and all the all those other things, which helps you you know, stay organized while you're traveling. But also, it's something you can share with the people who are watching your kids, so that way they know exactly where you are at any given time. That way, they can know if they need to reach you or something like that. They can know when your plane arrives or you know when you're departing and those type of things, in case the worst case, case happens or in case they just. You know, the kid is homesick, you know, and like misses their mom and dad and wants to be able to talk to you. You have an opportunity to, they, they can plan things out a little bit better knowing when you're going to be more available throughout the day. Uh, so speaking of that, it is good to set aside specific times and plan times to be able to FaceTime with your kid uh, and be able to say hi and stuff like that. Sometimes literally all the kids want to know is, are my parents still alive and can I say hi to them? And then they're off back to playing with their toys and switches and, you know, iPads and everything else. Yeah, they're, they're going to be entertained. They're following a lot of their same routines, but they do miss mom and dad. So having that scheduled time brings comfort to everybody. You know, just being able to see your kids smile, see their faces light up as you talk about some of your, your trip is so important and, you know, keeps that alive for them and for you and gives you something to look forward to, gives everyone something to look forward to when you reunite. Yeah, absolutely. And like we talked about, like it is important for the kids, but it is also important for the parents, right? Because especially if this is like one of the first times that you've traveled without your kids and depending upon what their age is, (laughs) the parents may actually miss, one of the parents or both may actually miss the kids more than the kids actually miss 
the parents, right? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> There's been times, yeah, when when our babies were really young that we're like, okay, they're sleeping, but I just want to be able to see them. Can you like bring the FaceTime over there to, I just want to be able to see what they look like, you know, while they're sleeping and stuff like that. Just kind of give you peace of mind. So that way you can enjoy your trip and focus on being a couple, knowing that your kids are safe and taken care of and are doing just fine. Yes, absolutely. Then your heart is full. For sure. So a couple of other things you should do when you're kind of planning your trip is finding some postcards, finding some souvenirs, those type of things to be able to mail them because it's always cool like to get mail, even though like most things are digital now and stuff like that. Getting that handwritten note is, is always something special and something you can kind of like have as like a keepsake. Uh, obviously buying them a souvenir, something you can bring home and, and give to them when you, when you first get back. Although all those type of things matter because it shows that, hey, you're thinking of me while you're away. Absolutely. And even, you know, depending on their age, even if let's say they're six, eight months old, bringing that souvenir, mailing that postcard is part of what you can put in their memory album so that, you know, when they're 10 years old, or maybe it's when they're 30 years old and you're going through those memories, here's some of the things that we did and what we brought back to you. And it just helps them, even even if they don't have memories, kind of reconstruct that story. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, one of the ways, you know, obviously if the kids are missing you when you get back, one of the ways you can kind of get past that or give them something to look forward to uh, is actually planning a dedicated uh, time, just you and the kids when you get back, whether it's like, like that movie, The Yes Day, where, you know, okay, for today, whatever you guys want, we're going to say yes to, or something like that, or plan a trip to the zoo or to the park or a swimming day or something like that. That way they know that, hey, as soon as mom and dad get back, we're going to go do this one special day that it's just focused on us and they're, they're not going to come home and immediately get back to the, the household chores. They're not, they're not going to be get back and re- immediately go back to work. They're going to come back and then they're going to spend quality time just with the kids. Absolutely. And again, those are the things that they're going to remember is, and it's going to be a special part of their memories. For sure. So enough about the kids. Uh, <laughs> the part of the whole reason of, of booking this like you know, couple's trip without kids is being able to, to create some romance and you know, special time for you and your spouse. Because you know what? Everyday life gets in the way sometimes. And like, you know, you, next thing you know, it's, uh, it's been a few weeks or a few months for some people or, or whatever, right? And you want to be able to spend quality time together. Uh, not just, you know, the, that part, but also other parts of, of being together and you kind of creating that romance. So obviously the first benefit of not having kids with you is you have plenty of opportunity to have adult time without any interruptions. You don't have to worry about being quiet or anything like that. You have the entire room to yourself. Uh, you can do as much as you want. You can walk around, you know, without clothes on or do your thing without having any sort of worries about anybody coming in and knocking on the door and and interrupting you. Yeah. And you can just, you can enjoy each other. You can have those adult conversations. You know, you can, you can reminisce about things. You can talk about your present. You can also talk about your future. It's, it's an opportunity to connect. Yeah, absolutely. And that connection both mentally and physically is very important for your marriage and you, and you know, your happiness and, your vitality and everything else. Uh, one of the ways that you kind of you work on creating that romance and, and everything else is like planning some surprises for each other, whether it's 
you know, something that uh, you, maybe your spouse really likes a certain type of champagne or, or wine or, you know, a certain type of food or something like that. You can plan maybe a, a trip to a certain restaurant or something like that in whatever destination you're at that caters specifically to something that they really like. Yes. Or being able to spend that time together in nature, depending on where you're going. Maybe it's planning, hey, we're going to do a walk along the beach at sunrise or at sunset, or we're going to take a hike together. There's something just re-energizing about being in nature and being in nature together without the interruptions of day-to-day life. For sure. And like, you know, maybe going on one of those hikes or, you know, walking along the beach, you plan a picnic or an evening, you know, a lot of hotels and resorts, they offer, you know, beachside cabanas, you know, to spend the day or they offer like special dinners or, or meals that you can have out there right by the waves and those type of things. Something like that, that's just, it's something that's very unique that you really can't do a lot of times at home. And certainly, you know, if you have young children, you're really not going to be doing those type of things either, you know, because obviously nothing romantic about hanging out with your kid and trying to feed them mac and cheese, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, your dinner is getting cold or you're trying to put something on on the table for you. But I think what's important is breaking out of that monotony of day-to-day life. And that's what vacations allow us to do. And when you break out of that monotony, it you know helps reduce the stresses of every day. And it allows you to be more open, more vulnerable with one another, and to you know just build on the connection you have together. Absolutely. And, and while you're there, you know, at, at your destination is you, know, you could do things like planning a couple's massage, or you know, some people aren't into massages. You can also just plan things where it's just for that one person, right? Maybe I plan a massage for Anna while I go go golfing or something like that, right? So just because it's a couple's you know getaway doesn't mean that you have to be with each other 24-7. No. Part of loving one another is loving one another as individuals and respecting the interests that we each have. And a vacation allows you to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there are times where you can do something where it's together but separate, but also it's one of those things where you can go with your spouse to whatever it is that they really want to do. And maybe it's not the, the, the number one thing you really want to do for yourself, but being there and watching your spouse be incredibly happy, even if you don't like the actual activity, just seeing them happy is something that is making it worthwhile for you to participate as well. Absolutely. Let's go golfing. <laughs> right on. Now, also, a lot of times you, you have a nice room. And a lot of times it, we're guilty of this too. When you're out there traveling, you focus on so many things outside of the room. You don't actually enjoy the amenities that are inside your room. Uh, like we, we're lucky, right? We have a higher level hotel status at a couple different hotel chains. So a lot of times we get upgraded or maybe you just splurge and, and book that, that suite or that really nice high-end room uh, anyways using cash. But when you're in those rooms, you could take advantage of all the different amenities, right? Like if you have uh, like a hot tub or a jetted tub in the room, it's a perfect way to like you grab a bottle of champagne or, or, or wine from like the, the store or order some room service. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit more expensive getting room service, but you know what? It's okay to splurge a little bit, you know, to be able to create those experiences. Whatever it is, just being able to hang out in like the jetted tub or even just sitting on the bed those type of things, just being able to sit there and talk with each other and, you know, really 
a lot of times, like even just looking at each other, right? In all your day-to-day stuff, you're, you're so focused on running around and doing all the tasks. Like, when was the last time you just sat there and looked at your spouse, right? And looked into their eyes and, you know, as they're talking, you're watching their lips move and all, all those things. The, a lot of those things are just lost in uh, in that day-to-day rush of, of trying to get everything done. And if you're like us, a lot of times your your to-do list is longer at the end of the day than it is at the beginning, right? And you don't have time for those little moments of just sitting there and noticing things about your spouse. And that's one of the beauties of vacation is that it is an opportunity to disconnect from the daily grind. It's an opportunity to, like you said, notice those details, stop and kind of smell the coffee. <laughs> exactly. Smell well, the roses. Yeah. I, I prefer not to smell the coffee. I don't really like coffee, but that's okay. <laughs> I do. It's energizing. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So uh, beyond that, also, there's a lot of like couples games. Some of them are, are really fun, and some of them are more like questions where it's, you know, maybe you're asking different things about your spouse that that either you don't know or maybe you've forgotten or you never had a chance to ask. And there's a lot of really cool games like that out there that kind of encourage and spur those type of conversations. Absolutely. And again, as individuals, we're ever evolving. And so it's an opportunity. Hey, has your favorite color changed? Or you said this was your dream destination for a vacation. What is it now? Maybe we've been there before. What do we want to plan next? So all sorts of things that you have an opportunity to explore when you can take a step back and take a deep breath. Absolutely. And for me, like what I generally do is like while we're talking and she's saying some of these things that maybe we don't get a chance to talk about normally back at home, it gives me great ideas to be able to plan, you know, like a, a future birthday trip or, you know, maybe even plan the next trip without kids or, or planning a trip with the kids, you know, all those type of things. But also, it also gives me some, some ideas for birthday presents and Christmas presents and little surprises throughout the year. Lee is really good at that. <laughs> so like we were saying earlier that you can also, you know, order room service, hit the mini bar, all those type of things, you know, just normally, you know, I wouldn't do that type of stuff. Like normally I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm too frugal. I'm like, okay, that's like, you know, 20 bucks. And I know that's like, I can get it from the store for three. But when you're on these type of trips, it's okay to budget a little bit more, bring a little bit extra cash to be able to enjoy those things and, and not have to worry about it because you're focused on being able to spend time with, with the one you love versus focusing on, okay, well, how much was that? What did that cost? And maybe we shouldn't do that. Yes. So again, I think it goes back to what we were talking about, that it's important to plan ahead and think of those things. So, you know, know about the resort that you're staying at, inquire and see what they have, what are the available amenities. Sometimes there are amenities that are already included that can be available to you that you just have to plan ahead, make a reservation, you know, put that in your calendar, see what the availability is. So try to maximize what may be there. Yeah, absolutely. Take full advantage if you have elite status with with the hotel. Uh, a lot of times they will, you know, give you early check in, late checkout, complimentary breakfast, those types of things. Obviously, complimentary upgrades are are wonderful and and very beneficial uh, to be able to get with some of those nicer rooms. Take advantage of the concierge. You know, sometimes you may not understand what's around the hotel and what's available by talking to the concierge. You can find out some great things and. A lot of times they can get you into like a certain attraction or a certain restaurant that may be harder for you to get in individually, 
but they through their connections, they can get you in and they can get you that reservation that otherwise you may not be able to get. And then beyond that, take advantage of, of looking up who the GM is for the property. Send them a nice note, like look them up on LinkedIn or something like that. Uh, send them a nice note saying, hey, we're really excited about coming there. Tell them that, you know, hey, we're, we're celebrating a birthday or celebrating an anniversary or, or something like that. Uh, or just, that, hey, we're just celebrating the fact that we are traveling without our kids for once. And generally when they know that it's kind of like that special occasion, they will go out of their way to make sure you get that upgrade or that you get a nice welcome with uh, some champagne and some strawberries and, and those types of things. Just something that gives you that extra little something to kick off the vacation in, in the right way. Absolutely. So, Anna, it's been wonderful talking to you about you know, traveling without the kids. I know it's something that we have a couple trips planned. Uh, really looking forward to a couple of the higher properties that we're looking at down in... Uh, the Riviera? Yeah, Riviera Cancun. So we have a couple of the trips planned for that. So we're really excited about doing those uh, this winter, uh, especially because it's getting kind of chilly here in Nashville in wintertime. So it's always nice to be able to hit the beach and be able to, to spend some time with, with the one you love. So again, Anna, I really enjoyed having you on the, on the podcast. Uh, it was great talking about all these, uh, these things and hopefully it inspires some of the parents that are listening to be able to, to book their own vacation without the kids. And it, again, it doesn't have to be a far-flung destination. It could be something as simple as just getting a babysitter for the night and booking a hotel or going camping or whatever, but just booking a room, booking some special time just for yourself, even if it's local. The most important thing is getting the time away from the kids and the time with your spouse versus wherever the destination actually is. Yes. We've been able to rack up some wonderful memories, a couple that you know we'll always treasure. And like you said, sometimes they are pretty far and away. And I've enjoyed exploring Australia and Italy together, picking the pillow that I wanted <laughs> for her turn down service in Italy. But also when we lived in California, going to Palm Springs for a weekend, just the two of us and having those wonderful memories, they mean so much. No, absolutely. And I mean, even since we moved here to Nashville, we've found some opportunities just to even use some of our free night certificates from our credit cards at some of the local hotels to be able to spend a, a night that way as well. So again, it doesn't have to be something that costs a lot of money. And again, it doesn't have to be something where you have to travel far distances. It could be, again, something even if you're, like, you're into camping or you have a friend that has like a cabin or something like that. It doesn't have to be expensive. It doesn't have to be you know, something that requires a flight. It could be something in your own backyard. Absolutely. Just make time for the one you love. Absolutely. Well, again, Anna, it's great talking to you and we look forward to seeing you when we travel there. Yes. Looking forward to it. What an awesome conversation with Anna. As much as we love our kids, it's so important to carve out time for each other away from them. Whether it's an extravagant vacation in an exotic location or a staycation at a hotel near your home, just book the trip. You can find all the links we talked about at wetravelthere.com forward slash parents. We want to say thank you to Aircoins for being today's affiliate partner. With Acorns, you can invest spare change automatically on every purchase that you make. Plus, you can earn found money by shopping at participating retailers. This is a great way to easily build up your travel fund. For a limited time, when you sign up at wetravelthere.com forward slash acorns, we'll both earn $5. Join us next time as we head to New York City, New York, to speak with my new friend Rebecca Cheval of Not Just Tourist NYC. In this episode, Rebecca and I talk about getting a drink at the Blind Barber Speakeasy, watching ballet at the Lincoln Center, and taking the Staten Island Ferry. Quick, but join us when we travel there. 
I love hearing your feedback about the show. Send me a tweet at WeTravelThere or email me at wetravelthere.com forward slash contact to share your thoughts. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and tell me what you like most. Make sure you follow us on your favorite podcast app. That way you won't miss any of our upcoming destinations. Bye.